Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. I've been doing this podcast since September of 2012, and boy, are my lips tired. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. And uh, our friend Debbie G is uh, dealing with another, yet another medical issue. This is not a major one. It's a minor one, but uh, it's going to stop her from being a part of the show today. And I, I haven't heard from Neo, so that tells me he's probably on the road, as he has been for the last few weeks. So uh, it's just going to be me and my guest today. But I got a really cool guest joining me. Her name is Jennifer Pilates. And I was just asking her before we got uh, started here, whether or not she was actually related to Joseph Pilates, who got the whole Pilates thing started back in, I think it was the 30s or something like that. 1800s. Is it 1800s? Is it really? Wow. Mm-hmm. It goes back that far. Yeah. Okay. And, and you were telling me that, that it's possible you might actually be related to him, which is pretty cool. It's, it's, it's like such an honor. Like, like, yeah, I can't wait to find out and get the final results. Mm-hmm. And you you came to that kind of indirectly because, like you told me, it, it was more of like a branded name because of what you do. How, how cool that what you do actually could have that kind of connection. It's, you know, it's a blessing. It's the law of attraction. Yeah. <laughs> Vibration is everything. It really is. Absolutely. So so how did you get involved in, in Pilates and, and just, you know, the general thing with, uh, you know, exercise and, and working on, on yourself? So I'll tell you, you know, people, when we manifest, we don't always think about the how things are going to happen. And growing up, I remember watching, I'll age myself a little bit, Denise Austin back in the day. Oh, I remember Denise Austin. Right? She was everywhere. She'd be in the Caribbean working out. She'd be at Mm -hmm. Disneyland. She would be everywhere. And I just remember thinking to myself, how cool would that be to have that job? You're Mm -hmm. always going to be in shape and you get to travel. That was the end of that. Okay. Beautiful locations too. I mean, those locations were absolutely gorgeous. So that was the end of that. Now, fast forward into my life. I, you know, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to own my clothing line. Like I was going to be the business girl climbing the corporate ladder of which Mm -hmm. I did until in 1997, I was in a pretty traumatic car accident. Mm. It was through that car accident that I found Pilates through a rehabilitative care program. And so all these years later, right, like here it comes back to me, you know, through not the best of ways, but yet such an incredible blessing. I was in so much pain and soft tissue damage from the base of my skull all the way down into my pelvic region. And yeah, it was pretty bad. I was unable to work. I went from being, you know, a healthy, vibrant 20 something to can't get in the car and drive and go to work. Mm. think. Um, it really debilitated me. And so I was put on a leave of absence while I was going to doctor's offices about seven, eight hours a day. And mm. I was seeing everyone from neurologists to psychologists to massage therapists, acupuncturists, um, the Pilates trainer, you name it. I was seeing them. And the blessing is that this all transpired while I was in Boulder, Colorado which was the mecca of the holistic healthcare at that time. Yeah. Growing up on Cape Cod, I didn't really know. Like, I knew, but I didn't know. And so now, here I am experiencing all of these different modalities down to cranial sacral. And so once I really got into the Pilates training program, and that was the only thing that was relieving any of my pain at all. And so I rehabbed for a year. And as the story goes, at the end, there was a lawsuit. 
And there was a little bit of money that came out of it, not a lot. And law of attraction, it was just enough to go to the best Pilates school in the world, which is the the Pilates Center in Boulder. Uh And so at the end of my rehabilitative program, they sort of knew what was going on with me. They're like, you should just go to the school. Like you're basically already teaching this. You should do this. And so that's what I did. I applied that money to the school. I was transitioning then out of the corporate world. Again, the universe stepped in. I attempted to go back to work. Things weren't working out. At the time, I was specializing in Alzheimer's disease, and it was very near and dear to my heart. And what was interesting was because I have gone through this uh, concussion and I did have, you know, a brain injury, when I was in work, not everyone, including myself, necessarily understood that I still wasn't well because of the company I was keeping. Ah. Ah, working with the Alzheimer's. So um, as it said, the company was private. They were going public and they weren't doing so well. And I knew layoffs were coming. And so I gave myself and I said, you know, hey, if you need to lay someone off, lay me off. And so it was a very big decision for someone in their 20s who had climbed up the corporate ladder. I would almost say too fast, right? Because always having to prove yourself. You're so young. Who's going to listen to you? It was like, there was a lot of stuff unpacked with all of this. And so the day happened. My boss showed up, the HR person, they're all like, Hey, let's go to lunch. I'm like, yeah, Hey, let's go to lunch. And the next thing I know it's you're being laid off and here's your package. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Wait, what? You know, it was a bit of a shock, even though I asked for it. Mm. So it was through that, that I was a little shaken up. Um, And then I still tried to hang on to that corporate world. I I tried to do contractual work with other uh, senior living facilities. And then finally, the universe was like, you know, we really got to help her. She's not getting the message here. And, (laughs) you know, so the little, I call it the frying pan upside the head moment happened. And so in the Pilates school I was, and and I started doing what probably a lot of my friends did in their 20s, which was I did some really cool contractual jobs. I was an event planner. I was a wedding planner. I was working for this little Italian restaurant w- with all my friends while I was going to Pilates school. I, you know, be- found this artist inside of me painting. So it was all these amazing things were awoken through, which was really a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. Truly one of the best blessings of my life. So, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, I, I thank the gentleman that, um, that hit me that day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You call it a frying pan moment, moment. I call them two by four moments, but they might. Oh, that too. That too. Yeah. I mean, you have those as well. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's the universe. If you're not listening, you know, the whisper, it gets louder. And then finally, mm-hmm. it's like, whoo, did you get that message? And so the other I- thing that you mentioned that really resonated with me, because I had one of them recently is you ask for something and then you get it and it's a shock. Right. That, I mean, you- that, 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 that really can throw you. It can throw you a lot. I, I don't know how it worked for you. For me, uh, it, it was tied to something that, that listeners know I've, I've talked about fairly frequently. Um, my, my wife left me and we ended up getting divorced and there was a whole series of things that went along with that. And I realized that leading up to that event, I had been asking for asks that really did require the relationship to break up, but I didn't think of it that way. Mm-hmm. So when the relationship broke up, I said, well, wait a minute, hold on here. What's going on? Right. But I'd yeah. actually asked for it and, and didn't realize I'd even asked for it. Oh, truly. I mean, I can remember there were months leading up. When I started in the senior living industry, I was 15 years old. And so I had done and worked through every position that I could. And I got to a place and the company that I was working for said, look, 
Like you need to get seasoned. Where do you want to live? We're going to get you a job with another company. You're going to go, you're going to learn, you're going to grow, come back. You get to pick any state you want to be in with us. Wow. And you get to run it. So, right? Now, this isn't like 23 years old, right? Back in the day. Someone said, yeah. So I was like, well, I want to go to Colorado. So I did something that now I always tell people don't do. Do not take a job for the location. Do not take it for the money. I was going to ask you because it sounds like you're going to all these resort places. You grew up in a resort area in the Cape. You go to Boulder. It's like, is there a thing going on here? Oh, it gets better. I also lived in Scottsdale, Arizona for nine okay. years. Yeah. I lived in Calabas Calabasas for 94 days. Uh, um, I lived in Bristol, Rhode Island for two years. So mm -hmm. yeah, I have the back bay of Boston for a few years. So yeah, mm -hmm. there's right now in Destin, Florida. Um, I think that when certain things are ingrained in you, you're just being guided and it just so happens that they're all these right resort places. <laughs> <laughs> that's good though. That Well, that's knowing yourself too. So that's also a good mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's been quite the journey over the years. It's, and I find that once you sort of, once you sort of are okay with yourself and you're willing to work on yourself and come into alignment, and we're not always going to stay there. We're not perfect. But when we work on that body, mind, spirit alignment, and we're willing to at least attempt to lean in <laughs> to our faith and our hope and attempt to go with the flow, that is when the magic happens. And it's yeah. in those isn't it, moments. Isn't it interesting? You don't have to be perfectly in alignment. That, we we kind of skip well, over that sometimes. But really you really don't have to, don't have to be. If, no. if, you're, if you're in the ballpark, you're doing well. Exactly. Like no one is perfect. We are all human beings here on this school of earth. So we're here to learn. It's not supposed to be perfect. Like I always joke, like, where's my unicorn? Where's my rainbow? Where's my lollipop? <laughs> and the truth is, is do I have some of those moments? I sure do. They're usually when the universe is cracking a joke at me. <laughs> and I said, like, that happened to me the other day. I was I was having a little bit of a frustrating day and, mm. and I was guided to go to this store. And I'm like, I don't fine. I'll just go. Like, I'm just, I'm fine. Whatever you want me to do universe, I'll do it. So I go to the store and I go to checkout and I'm not even, they don't have what I needed, mm. but I noticed at the checkout, the woman was really upset. And I looked at her and I said, are you okay? And she said, I'm not. And I said, Tell, what's going on? And so we end up having this most in-depth conversation, which turns into an intuitive reading for her, Wow. which validated all of these insecurities that she was having. Mm. And so in that moment, I was like, wow, here I was. I was at home. I was having a cranky day. I was frustrated. She's here frustrated. I came. I delivered a message. I feel so good that I was of service. Now she feels great. And, you know, there's your rainbow moment. It's all yeah. in perception of what's going on with life. Perspective really is everything. It's something that I've come to really appreciate just by doing this podcast. Um, I've been doing it for a little over 10 years now. I'm I've had hundreds of people on. I, I, I think I'm at episode, I think this is episode 1907. So that'll give you an idea. There's been quite a few of them. And that's the biggest takeaway that I have from all this stuff. I mean, I've learned some great stuff. I've got, you know, I've gotten free coaching. I've gotten all kinds of free stuff yeah. happening just by doing all this. But the best thing is all the different perspectives, including the ones that I didn't like when I first met them. Right. But those were actually the ones that gave me the most information in some cases, Sometimes which is really like, interesting. Learn the most where you, I would say yeah. where you're feeling resistant, sit with it and try to figure out why right. and try to lean into it because what's being triggered in you is what is really needs to be worked on. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and the interesting thing is when you do actually listen, 
you know, pay attention, give, give that crazy voice that you're listening to this fighting chance. I, I find that's when my resistance barriers break down fastest. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. and you receive your messages, you receive what you really mm. needed to know. And it's, it's getting out of our own way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which we need a lot of practice at. <laughs> All the time. I had a meltdown earlier today and my big thing was I removed myself from my environment. Mm-hmm. I started to go for a walk, which is for me a form of meditation. I was yeah. guided to put on music. The next thing you know, I'm laughing, I'm happy. And I really, what I did was I, I stopped and I congratulated myself. Like, I'm so yeah. proud. Because if this would have been three, four, five years ago, I'd still be bitching about it now, right? Mm-hmm. But I literally shifted my mindset, shifted my energy, my body, mind, spirit connection. And so within a matter of minutes, boom, you know, I'm back to me and I'm releasing what it was because no one deserves to have that kind of power over you. And that's what you're doing when you're allowing mm-hmm. someone to affect your emotions and what's going on with you. Yeah, it's just a giveaway at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please take my power. I don't want it anymore. Please <laughs> make me feel like hell. Yes. Yeah. yeah right. Absolutely. <laughs> but you also, um, your, your story illustrates that we really can, it sounds crazy to say this, we can actually turn the energy around on a dime. You turned it around, not on a dime, but you turned it around really quickly. And, I and at, yeah. at first glance, that seems impossible, but you really can do it. You really can. And I always challenge myself more and more. I mean, because you can't always get up. And just leave your environment, right? And so I will, when I'm working with clients, I'll encourage them and say, look, if you need to have a minute, take a minute. You want to, I don't care if you want to scream, jump, Mm. whatever you need to do. Don't harm yourself. Don't harm others. Do what you need to do. Take 90 seconds and then let it go. When you start to practice that, that's when you're able to make these shifts quicker and quicker. And then if there is a moment like you can't, let something go, then that's when I really dig a little deeper and go, is it really the situation or is it really you? What's let's, mm. let's dig in here. Like mm-hmm. what's really, you know, and it usually comes down to insecurities and lack of control. I find mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, nine times out of 10, it's what it is, but it takes a lot of work. I don't want anyone to think like, Oh, look at her. No, 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 no. I was not always like this. No, very reactive, <laughs> you know, no. probably, you know, but it just, it takes practice. But the thing is, is, once you realize how good you feel and when you can feel good all the time, you don't want to hold on to anything and feel crappy. Why should you? You're not here on earth to be miserable. You're supposed to be here for happiness and love and gratitude and learn how to work with the laws of attraction and bring what you desire. Because if it's in your heart, it's planted there for a reason. It means you deserve it and you should have it. So it's just aligning with it. And the same coin flipped over on the other side. It's not like we're always going to be happy. It's not like everything's going to always be wonderful. They're going to, we're, we came into this place of polarity and contrast where crap happens. I, I, I kind of think we did so for a reason. <laughs> we didn't just kind right? of show up here accidentally. <laughs> well, look at it. I mean, look at right now your background. Mm-hmm. In the darkness, that is when you see the stars. Yeah. It's in the darkness. It's in those painful moments when growth can happen if you are willing to lean into it and sit with it. And, and I, the reason I have that background, I, well, the first reason I had it was because I thought it'd be cool for the topic. But yeah. what it evolved into pretty quickly was a reminder to myself that 
the universe has my back at all times. I love that. And it's true. Yeah. It's true. The universe, nobody's out there going, hold on a minute. Let me just screw with Walt and Jennifer today. Yeah. No, the universe <laughs> wants what is so best for us. You know, the, the highest and best good for us. It's us that we get caught up mm -hmm. in everything else. And that's when I would say, put on the horse blinders, stay in your lane and remember what your goals are. Remember what your desires are. What is it that you want? Not your mom, not your dad, not your kids, not your neighbors. What do you really want? Because so many times, especially now with social media and all the noise out there, people forget what they want because they're so being told what they should want. Now, you are a celebrity trainer, among other things. You have a number of different uh, uh, <laughs> carts that you're on all at the same time. But you're a celebrity trainer, and, and Pilates is your last name. I mean, you're all into the exercise thing. Let's talk about the role that that plays in mindset. I mean, it, it's complementary, isn't it? I mean, one goes with the other. It does. And, you know, Pilates is mindset, and Pilates is breath work. And so how my coaching ever evolved is through Pilates. You know, mm -hmm. clients are coming in and it becomes honestly Pilates slash therapy 101. Without a doubt, hands down all the time. It's not like I don't take on a client to see a client. People that come to see me are coming because there's something that's not right and it needs to be fixed. I'm the fix it. Mm -hmm. I specialize in rehabilitative care. And so it really becomes this journey that we're on together of healing. And nine times out of 10, what is going on in your body, that pain is generally coming from an emotion that is coming from something that is going on in your life, be it personally or professionally. And so we're always diving through that. And so that's how, honestly, my mindset empowerment coaching program began because so much of that was happening throughout the Pilates sessions. Okay. Because the moment that I could get people to really open up and to go deeper and to get into the breath work, and then they're sharing a little bit about their day, even though I already know why the pain is there, usually nine times out of 10, I already know, it's getting them to say it. It's getting them to release it. And so that's why, you know, my clients have always stayed with me so long because it's like after the first session, they're like, what did you do? <laughs> like literally their world feels changed after just one session. Sure. And that is just, that was always my mission. Well, when I was in so much pain and I was going through Pilates rehab and going through the school, when I graduated, my mission was if I could just help one person not be in pain, whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever that is. And now 23 plus years later, I mean, I'm blessed with all of the people that I've been able to help. So it really goes hand in hand, the mindset work, the Pilates, the physical aspect so there's your body, there's the mind, the mindset, and then the spiritual aspect, which comes in, which is, you know, really connecting everything and bringing breath work into place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So tying it all together. And mm -hmm. it's interesting, too. I had a guest on yesterday who's all about uh, using little physical tricks to break mental patterns that are, are working against us. Um, and you touched on the importance of connecting to what's going on emotionally and so forth. Um, we've talked in the past here on the show in a variety of different ways with a variety of different guests about uh, the, the various physical things you can do. But one of the things that came out yesterday, I, I, I still can't believe 1900 episodes, we finally actually got down to this point. How did I miss it all this time? But we started talking about what she calls the limbic cycle. In other words, you get caught into that that cycle of you're, you're replaying the same thing over and over and over again, and you need 
you need just to, to break that because all that's really happening is your subconscious mind is trying to protect you and it's actually working against you by trying to protect you. And mm-hmm. she has some really cool just physical tricks for doing that. Um, that one of the conclusions that I came to after doing the show was, or during the show actually was it's, it's actually a, a, a pairing of tools. Like on the one hand, the, the physical tricks or the physical methods are about a quick way to break through the emotional explorations are about a longer term way to make it more permanent. And, and the two really, really go together. Um, so I kind of imagine as you're talking about what you do, that that was like a key piece. You, you, you're doing the Pilates to help people to, you know, just, you know, break, shake up patterns and so forth. And then once you got the shake up going, then you're leveraging it and turning it into let's go deeper. Right. And the subconscious is key. And it's getting into the subconscious to, as I would say, like almost remove an onion, remove a carrot, right? Like you've mm-hmm. got to get this belief out by the root and show that it doesn't belong there anymore. And then, and the key that some people miss is they'll pull it out, but they forget to replace it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So replace that with the belief that's now in your heart that you know you deserve. Yeah. Yeah. So you developed the coaching practice. You, you also recently uh, published a book. I think it's called The Change. Tell us about The Change. Yes. So I was honored to uh, be a co-author with Jim Lutz and Jim Britt and Les Brown, uh, along with, a f- you know, a few wow. other amazing co-authors worldwide. And it's all about empowerment, insights into empowerment. And it was just such an important piece. And to be able to work with I mean, Tony Robbins coach. I mean, mm. there was, there was no, I was, you know, I couldn't not say yes to, <laughs> opportunity to be with these three men who now, you know, have just opened up a whole new world for me. Um, you know, just my own mindset, let alone what I can help my clients with now. So that yeah. has been a true honor. Um, and being a part of this book, it's, it's out now. People can head over to my website, jenniferpilates.com and grab their copy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really very proud of that. What, what was your biggest contribution in that book, do you think? Um, so for that, so I have my own chapter in the book mm-hmm. where I talk about how you can learn to live an empowered life from within, which okay. coincides with my podcast, Empowered Within. So it's all about getting back to self and being okay and knowing that you are supposed to be happy, you are supposed to be empowered, and how important self-love and self-worth really is, which equates to you feeling empowered in your life. Right, right. And Empowered Within is the name of your podcast. I don't think we even mentioned before that you had the podcast. How long have you been doing that now? It'll be two years in May. Okay. Yeah. yeah two years in May. So she was born during uh, during the pandemic. Right. Actually, I was working with Tony Robbins at the time. Oh. And um, it was birthed through that. I had never listened to a podcast, knew nothing about podcasting. <laughs> and it was through my work with him during a meditation, I heard, you're doing a podcast. And I thought, okay. And then I heard, but not now. So, <laughs> right? So I bought a microphone. I put it on my desk. And it was, you know, it was at the very beginning of the pandemic and there was a lot going on with my family. There was a lot of caretaking, a lot of drama going on. So I mm-hmm. knew like that this was not the time yeah, and I, I was told this was not the time. Mm-hmm. And so that, that, that January I was set, I was told by a person who came to me, they knew what I was thinking about doing and how I was working with Tony. And they were like, so how long have you not been doing your podcast? <laughs> it's like, and that was like, that's all I needed as a tourist, that challenge. I was like, mm. Yeah, I'm doing that now. And so, but that was the universe's way of saying, okay, Jennifer, now's the time. 
And so then, then I released it in that May and it's been amazing. I absolutely love it. Adored. I can't believe I wasn't doing it years prior. Yeah. That, well, it's similar for me. When I, when I first started, I, I started because I'd gone through a horrible crash and burn and was trying to climb out unsuccessfully. And I needed help. I couldn't even afford to hire a coach. So I said, oh, I know I'll start a podcast. I'll get some free help that way. That'll work great, which by the way, it did. Um, but the unexpected part was I didn't expect I was going to love it. I mean, it's fun. It is so fun that at first it literally became my full-time job. So I didn't know, I purposely didn't really know how people did podcasting. Like I asked Mm. a couple of people some tips and tricks. And so I was, I didn't know that people didn't interview tons of people all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I was interviewing tons of people all the time. (laughs) I was so booked out, so busy and it really overtook my life. And so then, Mm. then there became that work-life balance and then my Pilates and the coaching. So I, I, I refigured and reconfigured and I loved the, the learning curve that I had, like being a baby with it and crawling to walking to now I'm like, okay, I have a good schedule. You know, we have a huge wait list. There's absolutely nothing I can do about that wait list, but keep telling sure. people, thank you. Like I'm doing my best. And I just like you, I love it. I'm, I'm so honored. I believe that every person has a story and yeah. every person has been through a challenge and every person has gotten through that challenge and has learned to live, how to live an empowered life from within. And I believe every story should be told. And so that was the original mission and is part of the the mission now. And then the other mission was I just wanted to be heard everywhere that could have a podcast. I just wanted to bring light, love, empowerment. And then when we surpassed that, now my new mission is, okay, this year I want to serve a million people. Wow. I did not denate how, and that's the key, right? Law of attraction. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying how, I'm just saying to the universe, I'm here and my goal is to serve a million people this year. Wow. Yeah. That's quite a goal. That's amazing. No, right. (laughs) What was I thinking? Well, I know. I mean, from, I've been doing it for 10 years. I I don't think I've reached a million yet. I'm getting close, but I'm not quite there. (laughs) Right. But I didn't denote how. So figure between my Pilates training program, my coaching program, the podcast, the book, Somewhere in there, we're going to reach a million people. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's really, it's both ambitious and, and if, if you have the, um, the, the vibrational energy for that, it's exciting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just depends yeah, on the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's that too. There's yeah. that too. You just got to flow with it. I, I know that for myself, the, the, the main reason I'm, I do it five days a week. The main reason I do it five days a week is that it's one of my major sources of energy. I mean, I don't think of it as a career thing at all. It's just not. Uh, it's, it's, it's something I do primarily for myself. And then surprisingly, I have listeners, like a lot of listeners and, oh, I'm, I'm helping them too. This is great. You know, not quite. I, I, I don't know why I thought I start a podcast. I'm not going to get listeners. Somehow I came to that conclusion. And for a long time, I didn't have many listeners. And then all of a sudden they started showing up. And that was a bit of a surprise, honestly. Right. Right. There. It really is. People wanted to hear you. Yeah. 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 And it's cool. It's cool. But the, now there's also a sense of responsibility that goes along with it too. Mm-hmm. There is. Right? Yeah. Showing up absolutely is super important. I don't know how you do it five days a week. I mean, if I was only doing podcasting, I would hundred percent, I'd do it five days a week. It would be, that would be amazing. Um, yeah. Honestly, I mean, I, I, I lean into what you were talking about, how, how there's, you know, there's always a line of people who wanted to be on the show. The same thing is true with me. I, I don't book more than a, a month out. I, I don't even allow my calendar to be open that far. 
and it's always booked up. I mean, there's all maybe at the end of the month, there's like a couple dates open and that's the way it always is. And so I don't really have to do anything. All I have to do is make the time to do it. Yep. No, that's you know, great. I did, did the same thing as you. Originally, I saw all the I said, all these people have their calendars booked out for a year. I was never so anxious in my life when I saw that my calendar booked out. I put <laughs> the whole thing down, and like you now, I don't I I don't open it up for more than a month or two at a time. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah. You, you need to have also for yourself the sense that you're not tied down. I think it's one right. of the reasons that I only book it a month out. Yeah. You know, so if I need to shift my schedule. You know, it's not going to be uh, the end of the world. I haven't needed to shift my schedule. There was actually a time in the last couple of months where I thought I might have to. There goes the microphone. There was a time when I thought that I might have to, but I, I haven't had to. And I think it's just the energy of the yeah. universe saying, well, you know, you, you, you still have more to do here. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm with you. There's certain months that I've decided that I won't. Like my birthday month, I, I Jennifer Pilate. Oh, my God. in the house. Hey, had, hey. Oh my goodness, a couple of meetings ran late and I just I couldn't step out. But as soon as I saw you on I said, I gotta get in there and say what's up. <laughs> How you Hi. doing, Jen? I'm great. How are you doing? Good, good. I, I immediately jumped on YouTube to see, you know, who was on and you know if I should even, you know, step in. And then I heard you guys talking about schedules, booking things out, and I was like, all right, now I have to get in here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I got on I got on pod match. Tried to book out from February till April. Somehow, some way, I was booked out till October. And that was, oof. I did not, that was insane. I'm like, how yeah. do these people still keep getting on my, I was on acuity, scheduler, changing stuff, <laughs> limiting stuff. Mm -hmm. They were still finding ways to jump on. And so that was a long time. And yeah, starting off the show one a week, two weeks later, I was doing five a week. Oh, and yeah. it was a full-time job. And so it now is. that's why I only go on other people's podcasts. And that's why, that's how I met Jennifer <laughs> through Podmatch. I was actually, I looked for our episode real quick. I couldn't find the, the link it's to it so I can post it up. Oh yeah. Our episode is there. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I literally the other day, cause I love Podmatch. I took down my calendar link because same thing. Somehow people were getting in there and they were booking, or I also had a wait list up there and they weren't reading it. It specifically at the top said wait list. <laughs> yeah, like, right. I'm booked. And I'm like, no, you're not. So I'm <laughs> like, you know what? No more confusion. I just took it all down. And I just tell people, thank you. Circle back in six months or circle back in June, circle back here. Yeah. yeah. Just for simplicity's sake now. It's just, yeah. Yeah, I just do other people's show. You know, it's the editing and the uploading and put the titles and the SEO. It was so much. I was like, you know, let it me is. just let me stay in my lane. Some people are good at this and they enjoy yeah. doing it. I know a lot of podcasters that enjoy that aspect of it, editing, and they feel great about their work. I don't feel great and accomplished when I do all that. Yeah, there is a fine line. I always say that when I how I look at podcasting is when I'm hosting, I am playing host. I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm not even really, I mean, I'm present and I'm listening, but I'm playing host to make sure you sound great and I'm getting from you what our listeners want. Then when I go back and listen and I'm editing, now I'm listening. Now I really hear everything. And then when it goes out, so I have different phases that I go through it. Um, we'll see. I, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Like I've booked myself on 20 some podcasts this month and wow. I just love being on other people's podcasts. It is so much fun and it is, it's so much easier. 
<laughs> you just show well nine times out of ten. I will say that I was on an interesting interview yesterday that um yeah, it definitely was challenging. And uh I was yeah, burning, there are those. I was burning some sage afterwards. I'm gonna say I was burning mm. some sage. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was one of those. Do you want to leave a review? And I was like, mm -mm. <laughs> I think I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass. Yeah, gonna pass the, the last Airbnb I stayed in, I, I, similar. I was like, "Dude, you don't want me to leave a review." No, no. Like, I'm just gonna, you know, you don't That's want it, that. right? And how cool is it that we know what it's like? Like, I'm not. I don't need to go into that vibration, right? Silence is everything. It speaks mm -hmm. volumes. <laughs> Well, you're explaining why it is. You were mentioning, both of you were mentioning editing, and I don't edit. I just oh, publish. You do, I, you're smart. <laughs> because I learned something really, really important, because I used to edit. I did for, for quite some time. And then I realized that I was taking some of the best meat and gravy out of the podcast. Oh. Because all those little glitches and those crazy moments and so forth, they were funny. They were interesting. They twisted. They did all kinds of stuff to make it even more interesting than it was before. I said, why am I taking out the good stuff? It's like taking the gravy off the mashed potatoes. Why would you do that? You know what, though? I'm going to give you this. Because all of your shows are, are this, right? You're taking this recording? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But see, it's live and we're in video. When you're recording a podcast, they'll stop 20 minutes in and say, I'm sorry, can you back up and just take this part out? Oh, now yeah. you have to go in. Or they'll sneeze or their dog will start barking uncontrollably and they got to run them outside and bring them back. All, none of that's going to happen live, so I can see why you do that. But I used to have to go in there, and I would I would write on a piece of paper, all right, 16 minutes in. 13, Honest to God, I, I, I never – I have people who have the dog who interferes. I, I never get that request. I never, ever get that request. That's where, like, the OCD that Neo and I have, that's when that kicks in. Yeah. But I'll tell you what I've even switched. So when I first started podcasting, I only wanted to do audio. And I, at the time, had a lot of people in my ears like, no, 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 you have to do video too, and da, 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 da. So I did for a year. And finally, I received the message, and I was like, you know what? I love audio. People are more vulnerable, I find, when there's no video going and we're just talking. Yeah. 100%. And I will even say about myself. Uh, yeah, I'm more vulnerable. Even me. I'm more vulnerable. I will be 100% transparent without video. So this year... There's no videos. Except for this one. Except for this one. <laughs> you know, when I, right. When I personally, when I'm hosting, there's no more videos. There's no more videos. Like it's just audio because that audio is king. And I also have a heads up that for 2023 and going forward because of things that are unrolling or breaking through or breaking down, however you want to look at it for 2023, audio will be king within three to four months and you'll see it play out for various reasons in the next few weeks. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you an even different perspective on this because 99.9% .9 of my uh, listeners are, are audio only very, very few people actually see the video. So most of what we're doing, we're recording for the audio and I've actually found, I get more in-depth answers with the video, which is the opposite of what you guys are talking about. Yeah. Well, it's you, I, the starry background. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe, well, the universe has my back. I, I can always count on yes! that. So, you know. It's totally that. It's totally that, right? And again, it's all in, in how you're at it and, and what's going on. And, 
if him and I are just doing one show a week and we're launching one to two, you know, it's different than every day. I, yeah, I mean, I give you kudos. I think it's awesome. I would I, love to be able to say, screw it. I'm not going to edit anymore. Oh my God. Wait, I think the hair on my arms just stood up. <laughs> I, I've actually transitioned. I'm not editing nothing anymore. If it happens, it happens. But I, I've done several, on the other note, I've done several live streams with my phone face down. And I tell people ahead and I'll put it in the comment. This is just going to be me. I've done it where I've held a card on top of my phone and I just walk back and forth in my room pacing, talking. But that's where, when, well, you know, and Jennifer, we talked about this too on your, on your podcast from midnight till two in the morning. I'm basically talking out loud. Mm. Coming up with new ideas and concepts. If I don't have anything, I'll meditate and something will come to me and I'll jump up and speak it into a recorder. So that's when I am most creative and tapped into source and pulling that information live. And I like doing that live so people can see it's just coming to me and it's beautiful and it works. It's a, you know, and I love that part about it. But if I had the camera on me, I would feel uncomfortable pacing. I would feel like I needed to be the right shaved and all that other stuff. Without the camera, I'm just me. I'm like that, that makes sense money. because because you're it's just you talking. It, it, yeah. It's not a conversation at that point. That's true. If, right. if it's not a conversation, you really don't want to have the video because they, right. then you just become self conscious. Yeah, it's mm. too much. Fun. And some people, you know, are overly self conscious at all times. You know, you gotta add that factor in. But yeah, that has really <laughs> they, yeah changed my dynamic doing that. Um, yeah. But I love I- it. I love it. And I hope that this inspires your audience out there if they've ever wanted to do a podcast. I mean, you have three very different and similar perspectives. And so the most important mm-hmm. part is there's no right or wrong way. Right. Exactly. Follow your heart. And oh, by the way, you can change. Yeah. You hear me saying how I've changed. Neo's changed. Walt's just doing his thing, which is awesome. But it's like you learn and you grow and you are allowed to change. Change your mind. Change your hair. Change your podcast. It's okay. Change. But mine has changed over over a 10-year period. Mine has changed in about four different directions over that 10-year period. Mm-hmm. The only thing constant is change, baby. Don't, is. I was just talking with this guy about affirmations, and he felt bad about changing them. And I said, no, 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 no. It's not like a mantra that sticks with you your whole life. Your affirmation is going to change because you're, you've, you've succeeded in that goal. So you're mm-hmm. going to make a new affirmation for the next. But even if you haven't succeeded in it, it could change every week. Tweak one word, tweak the whole thing. Do right. not be afraid of that. If you change your affirmation or right. it's just not rolling with you, be right. done with it. Consider that a sign of progress. It's, a good well, thing. it's also part of connecting to yourself because it means you're listening to any kind of internal signals that are, that your inner being is generating to you and saying, and okay, learn. I'm going to adjust to what feels better. Right. Listening and learning from it as opposed yeah. to just listening and not doing shit about it. Yeah. And you got to think, I mean, I look at the last three years of as a hodgepodge, mm. right? Like everybody threw everything into the damn salad and <laughs> it needs to be cleaned up. Like that is not healthy. Like we all need to get back to the nitty gritty, salt of the earth and figure out our stuff and regroup because things are changing and progressing and you've got to figure out where are you? Are you just floating around and just pooling here and there? What's your direction? What's in your heart? What's in alignment with you? Not the rest of the world because so much is changing. And with all the crazy stuff that's been going on, it's really the most amazing opportunity. 
Oh. That's when we get the best change. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, stuff is changing and, and sometimes it's kind of hard to keep up with it. But the more that we try to get ourselves to change within and to adapt, first of all, the easier it gets. I mean, it gets a whole lot easier. And second of all, we, we realized, my God, the growth that I'm doing in this period far outpaces anything that I did before. Mm-hmm. Far outpaces. I mean, we're not talking like a little bit. We're talking like three to four, five, six times over. It's amazing how big the, the, right. the shift is when you're going through the rough stuff. Truly. And I would say in in a different aspect of that, recently I have found myself going back to the beginning, mm. going back and making things simpler. Mm-hmm. When was my life simpler? When was I more happiest? And how can I bring that forward now with all the growth that I've had and, and learned? For instance, like the podcast, look, I'm just going back to audio. It's just easy. It's simple. And it's, mm-hmm. it's fine. Um, it just works. It's simplified. I've simplified my life off of social media. There is only one platform I'm on and that's LinkedIn. You'll see me, my, my, my face is, is everywhere. Um, but I'm not everywhere anymore. Yeah. So it's all in what you resonate with and that's okay too. And I'm that's in a space with social media right now. Social media, if I'm on for three minutes in a day, it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, just, get I'm not spending time there. I, know. I, get, I get in, I post and I get out. That's mm-hmm. it. In and, and out. And people are shocked that I didn't see their feed. I'm like, I, I don't see anyone's feed. I don't I see anything. I don't see, you, don't you, do you have family that's like, how did you not see blah, blah? I'm like, I don't, I, you're assuming I'm on social media and that's, that's, that's mm. on you. Like I'm not on social media. Mm-hmm. I will pop in and pop out and that's it. No. I, I actually tell people who are, are followers who, who try to reach out on social media lately. I've been telling them, you know, here's my email address. That's probably going to be the quicker way to reach me because I just don't pay attention here. You know, no. if, if you're looking for a quick response, send me the email. You get it faster that way. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of weeds growing. There's a lot of, um, graveyards that are out there on social media now. So the Mm. best way is to go to someone's property that they own, which is Walt's website, Neil's website, or my website. That's Mm. the best way to get into contact with us and to truly get us, period. DM us. Like, we want to have a conversation with you. We want to continue everything. And, yeah, yeah, take the noise out of it and go directly to what you want. I want to share this with everybody now. I totally forgot about that. Well, I revamped my website. Oh, you did? You've been switched talking from, about it. Switched it from Squarespace to Wix once I found out all the stuff that I could do with it as far as sending the newsletter and growing a community. And I, I started this uh, accountability partners page because I, you know, I reach out to accountability partners so we could just message each other once a day. Hey, are you staying on your game? Have you done mental check-ins? Yeah. And the reason why I have more than one accountability partner is because we take days off because life is just coming at us. So, you know, I may have five. And so now I created this forum on there. I just posted the link for everybody to join up to just okay. get in there once a day. Pull. Who's staying on top of their mental exercises today? Then you help them out. And then the next day you forget and they post something. You're like, all right, I heard that alert. Let me wake up. Let me let me just say thank you 10 times or just say yes 10 times. Shift my mood. So get you some get you accountability partner. I opened the invitation for everyone to be my accountability partner. My inbox went crazy, so now I'm I'm pushing it over here so we can now work all for each other. So I'm going to really curious to see how this works out because I, I did something like that on Facebook and it didn't really 
go anywhere and I didn't really push it very far. I'm, I'm going to be curious to see if, like you were talking about, Jennifer, doing it on your own property, if it makes a difference. I have a and, feeling it might. Well, it does because of the energy and the vibration that's there. Yeah. Right? And all, all of us, I would consider all of us to be of a high vibration. And so when you're on social media or whatever, like there's just, it's a hogwash. It's just, it's just too mm. much. So that's like, yeah, it's just like mm. whatever. So, but yeah. when you come to any of us, like now, now you're going to, you're going to raise your vibration and you're going to get so much more. And I just wanted to ask Neo again, what you went from platform A to platform B, what was the platform you went to? Squarespace. Okay, because I've been That's where you're from, isn't it? I thought you went to to Wix. I went to Wix from Squarespace. Yeah. Okay, Wix. Okay, because I have been looking. I've been sitting on uh, revamping my site because I wanted to go to something where I could build a community and build out memberships and just a lot of things that I want to do coming up. Uh, workshops. Can, not gonna lie, you can do that on Squarespace too. There was a blog and a forum section, and it's free on both. But with Squarespace, I found that in order to change the color of the side panel, you're changing the color of your mm -hmm. your title page. This, your buttons, they're all the same color, mm -hmm. and it's templates. I like that. Wix, you could drag your sign-up screen right here or right there and leave it. You can change the color of the text, the outline, the box, make it rounded. You can change so much more. And uh, like I said, I have an email subscription. I could send my emails directly from there. Crazy. I spent every night I was up till at least four in the morning from Monday until yesterday when I, when I finally switched over the domain name from Squarespace to Wix, learning all that stuff. <laughs> and then my friend puts me on this thing called Go High Level, which is a platform that pretty much does everything from log your customers and it does everything you could possibly dream of on this one platform. And I'm like, all right, now I gotta watch another 40 hours worth of videos to learn how to use this. <laughs> yeah. um, but there's yeah. programmers and all this other stuff. So yeah, mm -hmm. I might not be on Wix for long. I plan on still keeping the website on Wix okay. and having everything else done on Go High Level. Um, okay. Did you look at, not that I want to like change the whole thing, but did you look at, uh, show it at all? No, I never even heard of that. You might want to look at show it. Show it. Oh, she winked her eye. It must be good. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm plugging. Now we're just plugging companies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I am, yes, I'm looking to transfer everything and, um, I need simplicity. I also need 12 of me. But show it has been winning with simplicity, and I mean it's it's pretty. I, you know, the first funny. thing I do always is go on YouTube and look up the top ten or top five mm. mail like mail channel. I was looking for mm -hmm. different mail mail platforms, mail chain. The top five of such, and I that never popped up in any of my videos. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that in uh, for email I switched over to Flowdesk. Flowdust. Can, does it accept email subs, paid email subscriptions? That was the problem. Uh, Mailchimp doesn't do that, and even using Zapier, it, you can't get it done without having like a professional developer come in here and do it. You know what? I'm not sure. I would have to. I would have to ask on that. Because that's my thing. I do an email newsletter now four days a week, but I want to switch it. I'm going to be switching it to where the free plan gets one email a week and a paid plan gets four a week because Ooh. I'm going to be doing a. Uh, inspirational message for 50,000 dental workers. And I want them to be able, that's going to be like two sentences. I want them to be able to sign up for the subscription and get the whole paragraph with the video. 
you oh, know, yeah. Let me know how that goes. Let us know how that goes and how you set it up, and then we'll hire you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my people. We're going to have a group support for websites and emails. <laughs> this is actually pretty cool because, because listeners are getting a direct – it's almost like they're they're looking over the shoulders of mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, hearing what entrepreneurs are thinking. I mean, because yeah. both of you guys are very entrepreneurial, and and just the conversation, it, it's kind of like a look inside your minds. And how mm-hmm. does your mind function when you're when you're in this space? Right. You know what I'm thinking? For the last seven days or so, I have been looking and researching extensively how to learn these platforms. And then leaving them for another one. I've done that like three <laughs> times. So don't do that, man. Find the one and, and, and stick one. with it. Yeah. Find one that's going to do everything. And it's hard. It is hard. But what's most important and something that when I'm working with all of my clients, especially when they're with their businesses, is it is so important to own your land. Mm-hmm. Own your website. Own your platform. You do not own Facebook and Instagram and all of that stuff can go down in a heartbeat. You cannot rely on that for your business. And that is going to be proven very, very strongly by the universe in the coming weeks and months. And I have, I hear you keep saying that you have to explain more. I have been advising clients on this for over five years now that this was coming and to be prepared. Is the world going to go blind? I saw a movie about that. We're going blind. Um, Is the world going to go blind? There's a movie about that with uh, the guy from Aquaman's in it. Oh, no. Well, I mean, to some respect, the world has gone blind. The world has the world has gone numb to everything. But that's a whole nother podcast. Um, So I would say that, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. Website and email list is gold. Those are the people that will win not survive, they will win and thrive going forward. If you have a website and you have email list, that is key. Do not rely on certain social media platforms to hold your business, to get your clients. If you are doing that, it is time to paddle your little feeties very quickly in another direction, very quickly. I think there's a lot of wisdom in that. I th- uh, something else I also want to throw out too, there, there is the tendency to want to try to make sure that whatever platform you're using, whatever software you're using, whatever, it does everything. My recommendation is don't try to look for something that does everything. Look for something that does what you need it to do. Because mm-hmm. you'll drive yourself crazy with the other one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we all We're all looking for like that one, that one pill, that one this, mm-hmm. that one that. And sometimes it's, it takes a few things. And yeah. it's really important to you hear what Neil and I are saying and Walter saying. It's also really important to know when it's time to ask for help. Yes. I, and I think Neo is the same. I like to learn all aspects of something before I will ever hand it off to someone else because I want to know what I'm asking you to do. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to be there to support you. Mm-hmm. Now, that's also- And when you're not around, I need to be able to change I need stuff. to be able to do it, right? What mm-hmm. if something, yeah, what if something happens? So I need to be able, I need to, I need to have knowledge in that. And that is an old, old system that goes back a long time for how companies used to build. You had to do every job before you could, you know, proceed further. But it's, it's also really important when you go, okay, I've now looked at every website. I've looked at every email thing. Okay. I get it. Who can do this for me? 
And then being frugal fanny that I am, I'm going to go to certain websites where I know that I can support people who really need work and I really need them. And then I'm going to hire them to help me out because I can only do so much. As much as I want to do it all, it's impossible. Yeah, delegation is at the root of all scalability. It's key. And if you know, here's something else, and both of we all know this with the law of attraction. I don't care what it is in your life that if there's something you don't like to do, delegate <laughs> it. I don't care if it's down to taking out the trash, delegate it because you don't need to be unhappy in your life. Right? Absolutely. Walt break. I'm not editing. Neil's like, screw it. I'm not doing a podcast. I have so much fun on being on other people's podcasts. And I'm over here finding a happy medium. So pick one of us or mold us all together. And you have a pretty fabulous person, I would say. But yeah, I mean, just do you be you. There's enough of the same out there. Get out of the jail. Get out of the squares, literally, on our phone, on our computers, on our tablets. And do you. The world needs you. I want to throw this spice on top of that uh, for the first, well, basically from 2008 until I moved to Florida, I was hell bent on doing it all by myself. Um, like you said, if I want to build a website, I'm going to watch 50,000 videos on building a website, which I'm still clearly doing. Um, but that's because I want to know how to work it. If it's two in the morning and I have an inspired, oh, let me mm-hmm. add this tab and make this work and yes. send it to that's there. Important. But when I first moved to Tampa, that was my whole point was to build a team. I was opening myself to building a team. And I know one of the biggest things people feel stops them is the money aspect. You know, it'll cost you $100 to get one video done. If you want to do five videos a week, it's not possible. And so I get that. But you can manifest ways to get these services for free, for barter. You know, someone someone who just... For most of my, I had eight people that were working on my summit. They just wanted to be part of the cause. It started off with hiring one VA from India, and then it manifest. I started manifesting a guy from Clearwater, a friend of mine from my BNI chapter wanted to jump in. Henry made my website for me. People were volunteering because they just wanted to be part of the cause. So mm-hmm. if I would have let the limiting belief of, well, if it's going to cost me one hundred dollars to make one video, how much is it going to cost to make a website and make it work? And if it breaks. If I'd have went in that, with that mindset, closed mind, I would have never gotten it done. But I went in with an open mind. I found a bunch of volunteers, and they made stuff click. And they're still working with me now to keep things clicking. Hell, we just transferred the uh, landing page from Webflow into Wix because I was using Webflow for the landing page for the summit and Squarespace for my website. So we're kind of like merging things together. But you can make it happen as long as you open that door in your mind that you can make it happen. Forget about the money for a second. It'll work out. They'll either come for free or you'll get a weird check that you can give to them to make it a possibility mm-hmm. and then let it happen. There's an important distinction going on in this conversation too that I want to bring out. Uh, a moment ago we were talking about delegation. Right now you're talking about how you build something out to begin with. And the distinction here is when you're building something out, you're in the process of creating your your cash flow. You're in the process of creating your, your flowing business. The delegation part really happens after you've created that cash flow. So you have to be the person to go create all that stuff first. Once you've done that, then the goal is delegation. 
Uh, like, um, Neil, you know, um, my ex had a gardening service and maintenance business. I'm not sure if I told listeners about this, but much to my shock and amazement, I am now buying that business from her and I'm going to be running that for another year. And then I'm going to, uh, basically uh, do, do a cash out on it. Um, uh, but nice. one of the things that I did when I, the, the thing that made it work when, when she and I were still married was she was the gardener. She knew all about that side of it. I knew nothing about that, but I knew how to do the business side. So it was a perfect, uh, match in that way. And I still know how to do the business side. Um, but what I ended up doing was I ended up taking her 60 hour week and turning it into a 15 hour week because I knew how to delegate once I had the cash flow going. And my goal this year, honestly, I'm trying to get it down to a five hour week. Nice. And I think I'm going to be able to do it. Don't you know? think. But, Just but do. the point is, oh, you know, I, I believe, let's put it that way. I believe that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and the key is I already have the established cash flow. I already have the established, um, stuff in place to make it all work. Now delegate, 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 delegate. Mm-hmm. Cause if I know, if you find enough ways to delegate it, you can actually get down to zero hours. I think it's, I think it's the fear of, let's say you make a thousand dollars and you can outsource to one person for 200 and keep eight, or you can outsource to six people. $100 each and keep 400 It's scary. You might delegate. You might give all the money away. Or let's say you keep 100 out of that 1000 That's a scary thought. You get 1000 keep 100 and you pay nine people to do 100 Guess what? Paying those nine people is the right way to go. Because the one's going to build your website. The one's going to do your click funnels. The one's going to do whatever. And you're going to be a so much better person at the end of the day. That's why I'm a huge fan of taking all the profits and putting it back in. Mm-hmm. And, and and let's be honest, what really happens is you break the mindset that says there's only a certain pie of a certain size. When you when you build out the way you're describing, you actually grow the pie. So there's more for you to be able to keep for yourself and you can still delegate and, and pay out to all those people at the same time. That's how you scale a company. And by the way, when I said delegate all of your process, your pro proceeds back into it, that's for the first couple rounds, not forever. Right. Yeah, not forever. No. Right. That's for right. the first couple rounds, but it's worth it. Get these experts mm-hmm. in there to do it. I wouldn't pay a hundred dollars per video if you're doing five a week. I wouldn't do that, but there's other ways mm-hmm. to do it. Smarter ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. As usual, we blow through an hour. I mean, it's crazy <laughs> how fast this thing goes. Every single episode. Just amazing. Well, I got to yeah. tell you about Chicago. So you gotta tell us about Chicago. Oh my God. We need a whole hour for that. We need a whole hour for that. Oh boy. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Give give us a two minute tease. We'll get, we got, we we got time for two minute tease. Uh, day one, I hopped on a plane with a random seat, ended up sitting next to the lady I had just met on the phone the day before. Oh man. By the end of that night, the people who staff who threw the event they told me tomorrow, come see me. I'm going to take you around and introduce you to everybody you need to know. Ooh. Day Ooh. three, I linked up with a guy who makes the mouthpieces for all of the NFL. And he's basically put me on the phone with with the Like, Listen, listen, <laughs> I'm a different person than I was last time you saw me. So, yeah, we're gonna, I, I'm going to break it all down for you. And there's 95 things in between that happened, just as the universe just blowing my mind, blowing my mind. So yeah, I'm on cloud nine. I'm blowing up, baby. We get, we up. definitely have to do a show on that then. Yeah, <laughs> that's exciting. That's oh, super exciting. Gosh. That's really mm-hmm. exciting, Jennifer. 
we, we mentioned earlier your website, mm-hmm. but tell people, first of all, where to find the book. Cause you got the book, the change that you, that, that just came out. You got your, your coaching program. If they need to reach out and, and talk to you and try to figure out where is their best route to go, how do they find you? Sure. The best place to find me is at the website, jenniferpilates.com. You can check out the book. You can check out our upcoming 14 day Pilates challenge that's coming up later this month. You can check up. We also have an eight week Pilates program that will start that will take you getting you ready for your summer body and Um, any coaching, anything that you'd like to chat. If you just want to continue this conversation, I would love to do that right there at jenniferpilates.com. All right. Good. Love that. And uh, something I need to tell you that uh, I make a practice to do because, boy, it really applies to you, too. It always applies to all the guests, but it really applies here, too, because uh, you talked about, I mean, you're on, what, 20 podcasts this month, right? Plus, you do your own podcast, and you got the book, and you got the coaching, you got all this other stuff going on. You're a giver. You just give and give and give and give. And like so many givers, there are many people that you'll never meet, you'll never see, who are benefiting from it, and you don't even know about it, and and you don't get to see how it plays out in so many different cases. Sometimes you do, but a lot of times you don't. I think we need more recognition for that. So on behalf of all those people that you've never met and that you've never seen, thank you for what you've been doing and what you're continuing to do because it's so important. Oh, thank you. Bring tears to my eyes. Thank you, Walt. I appreciate that. Thank you. It really is important. I mean, and Neil, same way. I mean, well, he's actually getting to see it. I mean, this, he gets that rare experience of, of having all these people that he's never met, never seen showing up in his face. I mean, that's really, really cool. But yeah, uh, yeah even the same thing applies to him too, because there's so many people that he doesn't see who still benefit from him. Right. You too, Walt. And shout out to my military and first responders. Always got to throw that out there. Absolutely love that. So thank you guys very much. Thank you, podcast listeners everywhere. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. 